This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Sports talk like it used to be. You know, like your crazy uncle used to listen to. Only better. Here's Chris and Mo. We are back on Tuesday talking all things football. And we talked a little basketball earlier, I guess. A little high school hoops. But all things football pretty much all day today. Uh, well, basketball with Chip Walters. There was that. But we continue with football and NFL because the AFC South is, well, full of news today. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We just talked about Carson Wentz going on the COVID list. The Jacksonville Jaguars are looking for a coach, and they're apparently going to interview Super Bowl winner Doug Peterson. They have asked to interview Byron Leftwich, Dan Quinn, um, offensive coordinator at Dallas. Who, who is he? Uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is on the list. Oh, so they they, they like want, Dallas, huh? They apparently think what Dallas is doing is, is fantastic. <laughs> and clearly they're looking at Atlanta going, Dan Quinn might not have been the problem. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> it does happen that way sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. It, it, it do be like that. <laughs> they think it don't be like that, but, but it, it do. do. <laughs> so you've got all kinds of stuff going on right now. And, of course, the Tennessee Titans have a game on Sunday that could clinch a playoff spot and keep them in the running for the number one overall seed in the AFC. And to talk about all of those things, we have Teresa Walker. Joining us now, who is, of course, simply the best. Teresa, welcome in. How are you? Well, I'm good, and and I'll be honest. I've been busy uh, most of this day, at least until now, on an NBA project. I'm I'm helping with uh you know the NBA celebrating their 75th season, and you know AP is is doing a each month we're looking at a different decade. So I've been busy typing in stories, uh, AP stories of old on. Uh, Dominique Wilkins beating Michael Jordan in the dunk contest when Jordan was a rookie, uh, scoring 63 against the Celtics uh, to be swept in a playoff series, and and you know Magic replacing uh, Kareem. So I, I'm just now catching up to the news on Carson Wentz, but I'm just gonna say this: Didn't we all kind of maybe suspect? I mean, don't, Sunday don't, it was don't, don't, don't stop, stop. I'm, we already had that conversation, and I don't feel like okay, having it good. again. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing, uh, you know, for all the momentum the Colts have been building up, winning all these games, nine and zero with Jonathan Taylor, and uh, all the MVP talk, it's like, wait a minute, did, didn't we do this last year? Running backs, even with a two thousand yard season, don't crack the top list in the MVP voting. It's becoming a quarterback award, but uh, you know, perfect timing maybe for the Titans. But, you know, when, when, when I asked, I think, I don't, I can't remember who asked Mike Rabel on Friday, and he just simply said, let's win out. You know, let's take care of our own business. Let's go win. And, and the math is simple. Yes, the Colts lost on Sunday to, uh, they're hosting the, who are they hosting? She's, I'm trying to, the Raiders. The Chiefs are, thank you, the Raiders. Uh, so if they, if they were to lose to the Raiders, that would clinch the Titans, the second state second straight AFC South title, but if the Titans just go ahead and win, that helps keep them in position for possibly that one seed, at least going into the final week of the season. So, And yes, the wonderful uh, Kansas City Chiefs have to go to Cincinnati 
And, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, the only quarterback in the NFL who's been sacked more than Ryan Tannehill. Look, the Bengals can absolutely beat the Chiefs. Especially in Cincinnati. Yeah. So all it takes is win. Period. And that's doable here, right? I mean, I think it's doable here. And I didn't think, I didn't think Miami looked particularly great last night. Oh, Miami. Guys, they beat Ian Book. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Mike Sando tweeted out the list of the quarterbacks that they've beaten uh, in their in their winning streak, seven straight. Uh, let's just, you know, this is going to be an interesting test. They're going up against, you know, this time the Dolphins are going up against Ryan Tannehill and a much healthier Tennessee Titans team than a month ago. So, you know, right now this Titans team is one, two of three. You know, Ryan Tannehill, you know, the Dolphins made the playoffs once when he was uh, with them, and he didn't get to play in that game because he was hurt. Uh, And now he has a chance on Sunday against his old team to help the Titans clinch a second straight playoff berth and division title, third straight berth in the playoffs overall since he got here and took over as quarterback. So, you know, it just seems like this is this has a chance that the Titans can walk through the door without stumbling, uh, setting up for them perfectly now. It's yeah. I mean, perfect setup is is definitely the best way to put it. The Titans have a ninety nine percent chance of making the playoffs, a better than sixty percent chance of at least hosting a wild card game. So, I feel like we're in a good spot. But winning the next two and hoping for some help that's that's your best bet. Just win the next two ball games, and absolutely. The two you get Roger Saffold back apparently, which is I don't even know what that means. He was added back yesterday. I I don't even know what that means. Well, our guard play (laughs) has been pretty rough. Okay, guard play has been pretty rough. Now, what? I don't know. Is he is is a Pro Bowl alternate? So, yeah, is is Lawan scheduled to come back or no? Well, that's the thing with the new. uh, He he tweeted on Friday that he was not having symptoms, so that's a good thing. And under the revised protocols, you know, maybe we get, I mean, shoot, it's 309. I haven't checked my email, you know, but, you know, that's the, um, that's the fun thing is, you know, they've been doing roster moves almost daily every day of this season. So I don't see anything at the moment, but, you know, when I asked Mike Rabel yesterday, what were the chances of folks coming back this week? You know, he didn't quite tip a hand. I was kind of, you know, I asked about both of the, you know, the offensive linemen and then, you know, tried to, tried to put us off over the plate to see if he might swing on Derrick Henry, but uh, no, didn't get nothing. But, uh, you know, he did hint say that they could get some guys back. So, you know, you've got Roger Saffold back yesterday. Um, you know, if Taylor uh, Luan is not having symptoms, you know, under these revised protocols, you know, could he test out and be available and activated in the next couple of days? Sure. Uh, you would like to have that against that Dolphins front for sure. They certainly looked active last night. Uh, although it, I can't remember who said it on Twitter, but uh, now we know why Drew Brees and Philip Rivers said, "No, nah, dog, I'm good. I'm not. I'm not going to do a late minute comeback for you. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay over here doing what I'm doing and let poor Ian Book take the uh, the heat last night. But uh, it, it, it's you know we're gonna have to just wait and see how they how healthy they get. But getting Saffold back after watching how Dylan Radins played and his you know, debut as a starter in the NFL, you've got to feel a little bit better than you felt last Thursday afternoon when you're thinking, oh, my God, Dylan Radins is making his 
for Stark Knight against Bosa and the Niners. So uh, they're in better shape. But, you know, the, when you see all these names going on and off COVID around the league, you know, guys, it's like you're walking through a minefield of sorts, you know, a COVID minefield. So don't get too happy. Don't get too excited and just, you know, breathe, breathe, breathe cautiously, I'd say, on that front. I'm going to ask a question that Teresa and most people who cover the Titans don't want to hear. Can Taylor Lewan play right tackle? Because Dylan Raidens can play left tackle. He can't play right tackle. We've established that. Can Taylor Lewan play right tackle? Can we try it? Because Quesenberry well, can't. It, <laughs> well, that's going to be the interesting thing. I mean, they were back protecting Thursday night against the Niners and still gave up four sacks. So I would say that my hunch is, and here's the thing, we don't know how much better Dylan Radens has gotten over the last month or so. You know, he's been getting, you know, plenty of, you know, reps and stuff. I mean, the guy played one game all of last year. And, you know, they were asking him during, you know, training camp in the offseason to learn guard and tackle. You know, so maybe things have just simply slowed down for the young man. And that allowed him to play the game that he did the other night. You know, they decided to give him another shot at right tackle, and he could be just fine. So, uh, that said, with the amount of money that's invested in the offensive line, just feels like there's going to be some changes in 2020 of some sort. So, uh, but for that, stay tuned. Interesting. You you very well may be right. I would love to see him try because it can't be any worse. I, I'm sorry, Quesenberry's just not capable of playing right tackle at the National Football level. He's just not. And our well, quarterback has he, gotten killed He's for been it. a body, Chris. Well, I yes, understand he's that. He's been a body that they desperately needed. He's been the healthiest guy, I think, on that entire offensive line this year. So by that, you know, just being available has made him, you know, has put him ahead in the race at that point. Oh, no, I, I understand that completely. I'm just saying that if, if Raidens has, like you mentioned, potentially has slowed, the game has slowed down for him and he's – and he's feeling better and looking better, he's a lot better option. That's at least from what I've seen. I, but I don't know. With all of this said, and I think JP said it last week, but Teresa, is Dennis Kelly the worst offseason decision the Titans made this year? Well, again, at that point, they were looking for money. Guys, let's not forget where they were. I mean, they let go of Dory Jackson and, you know, and some, some other moves, uh, you know, uh, shoot Adam Humphrey. They were trying to clear some, some cap space to do the things that they did. And, you know, but why? Because of the pandemic, you know, the cap, the salary cap is going to jump about $25 million this next off season for next year. Um, but that's because they've been able to have fans in the stands this season, and that has helped the bottom line for the NFL. They had to make some tough decisions, and you know Dennis Kelly reportedly did not want to take a pay cut, and they said sayonara, you know, bye bye. So you know that's that's business in the NFL. Hindsight, you could certainly say maybe we should have paid Dennis Kelly, but you know again sometimes. You know, sometimes you choose to, 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 to spend your money here uh, and you take a chance somewhere else. And the, the thing that made that decision trade-off pay off is that, knock on wood, Ryan Tannehill has been able to survive the pounding that he's taken. And only Joe Burrow 
has been sacked more than Ryan Tannehill this season. So, you know, he has definitely taken a beating and earned every penny of his salary this year. Survived is certainly the right word to use, I think. Speaking with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Um, Teresa, it hit me during that Miami-New Orleans game last night. Um, I'm I'm surprised that Brian Flores and the folks out of South Florida aren't screaming because Miami, having played on Monday night, is getting ready to play a Titans team that has been off since Thursday. I mean, how do you match up? How has the NFL been asked how they scheduled a team coming off of a Monday night game and a team coming off of a Thursday night game to play each other on Sunday? Has that come up at all? Not that I've heard. Not that I've heard, Mo. But hey, they're not alone. I mean, think about this: the Dallas Cowboys played on Thanksgiving and then didn't play again until next Sunday. And I'm trying to pull up their schedule real quick. I think. They actually faced the team. They may have faced the team that also did that. Uh, played, played on, on Monday the, night? Uh, the night before. I think so. That's, I, 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 I'm trying to, to look quickly. But, uh, you know, that's the challenge. It, sometimes it just happens that way. So, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys played on Thanksgiving. Let me go. That was week 13. Yes, these all rolled together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the NFL isn't about fair so much. I mean, hello. You know, uh, everybody's got to play on, you know, Thursdays. Everybody, you know, it it, it happens. And uh, come on. Uh, Dallas played the Saints. Excuse me. Okay. Dallas played the Saints uh, a, a week after Thanksgiving on a Thursday night. And what you want to bet the Saints played on, Sunday. on week 12. Yeah. So the Saints have been, uh, no, the Saints actually. Okay. Never mind. That was a bad thought. Uh, I think somebody's dealt with it. Uh, do the Dolphins have a, an argument? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, but uh, these schedules came out in May, and they've known it for a long time. So, you know, and this is where, you know, if you're a Tennessee Titans fan and met over in St. Thomas Horse Park, you're saying, hey, hello, <laughs> guess what? That's the way it is. I mean, you know, it, it's not pretty, but you take it and you run with it and try to survive. And and I'm now seeing that Jayon Brown's gone to the COVID list. Cody Hollister is to the practice squad uh, COVID list. I'm not sh- not sure why this is not showing up in my email just yet. Um, so, you know, at this point, just hope that it, you know, be glad that you have Zach Cunningham and Rashawn Evans are healthy in your inside linebacker situation at the moment. Thank goodness. Look, just win. Beat the Dolphins. There you go. Teresa, thanks for taking some time with us. We always appreciate it. Thanks. And, uh, you know, hey, Mo, we'll, we'll worry about We'll t- take a look at that schedule conundrum next May when it comes out because I bet you somebody else is going to face a similar situation. That'll be interesting. Hey, take care of that shoulder. I'm trying. Thanks, guys. All right. Matt Flynn tweets, <laughs> I'm going to start training again. To which someone replied, remember when Seattle gave you all that money? He said, hell yeah, yes, that was, that, was awesome. that was awesome. <laughs> Twitter is free, and I love it. Oh, when we come back, we're supposed to have our top five best sports moments of 2021. We'll see if that happens. Stick around. <laughs>